Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. Welcome to episode 60 of the Caribbean Millennials Are you so podcast. Because sure it's, it's 60 and we're sexy and it's been in the oh 60s here in Texas. <sighs> and I love round numbers. We had the big 6 Hey, sometimes. Salop 60. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? <laughs> well... It's not a salop talk topic. I apologize to the listeners. Okay, I really do. It's Before a, I get into the topic, man, it's a sensitive one. How was your week? How was my week? My week was I don't know. Um, parts of it were all right. You know, parts of it were good. I got some things done. I went to yoga Monday morning at 5.30. It's been a while since I haven't done that, you know. So there were things that made me feel positive. But I feel like Mercury Retrograde was trying to keep me by Oh, my God. Dog, Mercury not even in Retrograde and you still talk it about is, Mercury. It is in Retrograde. Yeah, it is. When I, you know, I'm the friend that Did somebody, But I swear somebody just said Mercury not in retrograde anymore. So Mercury back in retrograde again? Yes. Yeah. It it, it rotates fairly often, so it can go yeah, to retrograde more than any planet. Um, Vernon, in case you didn't know, your wife is a friend that people refer to for astrology, new moons, full moons, all that witchy stuff. I got this. Remember, Mercury's yes, it is. Uh, so, <laughs> literally, it's three months. So basically, <laughs> the, yeah, it's three months. <laughs> so basically, these bitches on Twitter have more excuses for their bad behavior. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I actually think that the retrograde was trying to work one on me because, like, car stuff. Generally, you know, these kinds of things happen during retrograde, and I had car problems this week. Well, you had, you read that somewhere that car I know this car trouble yes. happens during Mercury being in retrograde. Yeah. Car oh, problems, that makes sense. Communication, enough. things the like technology melts the that. engine and then just shuts down the car. That makes exactly. Sense. Dog, <laughs> the only thing that has happened a sensor in the Nushka car went bad. I had to go to a dealership twice. The weight, this week. the weight sensor. Under the passenger seat. So you know the sensor when people sit on the seat. It yeah, tells so check your seat that somebody's in it. Uh-huh. That somebody's in the For seat the to activate the passenger side airbag. That sensor has gone bad. That's, that's so the only thing. So if you are driving and I am in the passenger seat and we get in an accident, I could die. If I'm driving, yeah. well, we are getting no accident if I'm driving. Now, if you were driving, I'm in the passenger seat. My life on the line. But then I have never... Dog, I'm just going to pick me up for lunch here. I go lie. That's the first time I think I ever hold a little shit handle in a car. Wow. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Just, you were not mentally prepared for the ride. Wild. Mentally, physically, spiritually, I was not ready. A week, fam. No, you drive reckless, okay? I drive with purpose. <laughs> that, that purpose to kill someone. Bitch has got places to be. <sighs> right, Danny, how's your week? You know, since I almost died at lunch one day. You enjoyed our lunch date. That barbecue spot was banging. Yeah, I mean, 
the in between was fine, but it's like getting to and from lunch that my life was on the line. Like uh, I started to wonder, Whatever. did I shy of like call my mother and like glass words, you know, Chips. settle old scores. <laughs> I don't know. I have to know, you know. So yeah, Danny, how's your week? I was grand, you know. I had a grand time. I had grand. a good time. Um, got a lot of work done, so it was very um, peaceful and progressive. And um, rainy? Oh, yeah, lots of rain. I think last night it rained for like four hours straight, nonstop, <laughs> heavy rain. <sighs> to the point mm-hmm. where the, um, the the road had like landslides on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, to me that would be a perfect nap weather. You know, no, it was 12 a.m. to 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. So that was sleep weather. <laughs> Boy, that making the sleep come down even better. That's prime time day. Oh know? yeah, and adding some fun and lightning. Mm, better than that. Um, just to sorry, get, go back and give you guys some references, right? Mm. During Mercury retrograde, the planet is closer to the Earth and everything which Mercury is symbolically associated with becomes bigger for us, more in our conscious awareness. This includes communication, transportation, communication devices, thoughts, details, and anything associated with travel. That's why my phone starts acting up. Damn you, Mercury. (laughs) Because of Mercury, that's why the hacker is on 10. That's why the hackers on ten this weekend because Mercury. Maybe. Okay. God right. damn it, Mercury! Why you so? <laughs> why did you have to it, be Mercury? It rules matters that affect us in our everyday lives, which is why we notice it so intensely. Nah. Damn it, Mercury! So you mean to tell me I hate people even more in Mercury in retrograde? Well, maybe um, people's poor communications. Um, Piss me off even more. Maybe. So you tell me Mercury being in retrograde, that's why that fella's an asshole on the road today and trying to run me over. Sounds about right. I hope his wife sleeps with his brother and he finds out. Wow. Yes. Okay. Ruin his life. He went there. His family. Wow. Um I'm petty like that. Um and Danny, anything else in your week? Um, you know, Mercury retrograde hasn't been affecting me too much. <laughs> <you know? laughs> No, somebody. I, I, spoke to, I spoke to a few people, and they had all said that their exes were trying to get back into their lives. They lied. And they they lied with the ex back. They blamed it on exes. Eh, <laughs> had been trying no. to get back in their life, and they blamed it on Mercury's retrograde. So, um, yeah, the the forces are at work. Hella, hella. So let me ask you a question: When you when you talk to someone and you see something like that. In the back of your mind, do you want to be like, bitch, please, you know it's you that want the person back. Or do you just like, you made them and it's like, oh, for real, they really want you back. So what you going to do? Like, what stance you're taking? Well, if somebody says X, I'll be like that. But if somebody says X's, <laughs> then <laughs> you know which is like, you know which one do you want back? Or, you know, all these people just hounding your phone. And usually it's men being men. What's that song? F what I said. Don't mean shit now. I, I don't know. This, uh, I don't want you back. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm in a good mood tonight, you know. Oh, okay. Really? So, yeah. 
Um, Vernon, my, uh, you died twice. Oh, sorry, you almost I died, died twice. twice. The fuck? <laughs> because I'm I almost crazy. died once. Twice. You said the person almost ran you over today. The dude on the in the car. Uh, what was the other time I almost died? When I was driving you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, I almost died twice. Shit. That's right. Yeah. Now nah, the request, the request was okay. It was quiet up until like this weekend. Up until this weekend, oh. like this weekend just got like out of hand because like I'm on call for work, so like like mad shit going on. Like somebody keeps logging into a server. And trying to initiate like a backup slash migration, but then, and then it gets no, blocked every, and they log, everybody and they log doesn't out. know what that means. Just see it. They can look the it up. The Chinese are trying to hack you. I don't think it's a Chinese person though. I think the, it's an actual person who works for us. The Russians are trying to hack you this weekend. I think it's an actual person who works for us who's doing something they should not be doing. It. The and every time it doesn't work, they log are trying off. to hack you this weekend. No, it was actually Brazilians oh. and Singapore at one point. And China at another point. But, yeah. But you blocked them. Yeah, yeah, you know. Out here you kept, sorting, you kept everything cyber secure. Sure. I hope we'll know tomorrow. <laughs> if I still have a job. Now, this week was just mad cold. That's the only thing. I see. It was mad cold and I got shocked like a million and ten times. Um, That's about it. It was also Halloween. Anything interesting for anyone for Halloween? I love the look of the costumes out. <laughs> like I was seeing on social media. But I personally didn't do anything. Yeah, I saw I saw a lot of people like going all out on their costumes. It's pretty cool to see. I mean, I don't necessarily think like I'm like a Halloween person. You know? Like there are some people like, oh my god, I live for Halloween or that kind of thing. Like I just like seeing the full costumes and that's about it. I, I can't see myself dressing up like that so much. Like, So you saw how Halloween fell on like a Thursday. So people were celebrating like the weekend before because then the yeah. weekend after would have been November. Yeah. Somebody um, at work, he was saying him and his wife were going to a Halloween party and he went in Walmart like on the Thursday to see if he could get anything. And he was like, those people moved on to Christmas already. There was oh, nothing. Yeah. Bruh. There was nothing left I'm whatsoever. I'm, I'm surprised they moved on to Christmas. I thought they'd have done Thanksgiving. Well, and that's a big thing, especially being up here in the States. There are all of these people who are like, oh yeah, November 1st, I whip out the Christmas decorations. Like, screw Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, it's like hardcore. Oh, wow. like, can you yeah, just yeah. relax. But, I mean, otherwise, the week was nice and quiet. And I, I hope it stays like that for the rest of the year. Like, uneventful. For the rest of the year? Yes. Like, I don't even know mad eventful shit happening. What if they're good events? Well, yes, good events can happen. But usually when something is eventful, it's always something bad. It's always the bad, like, stressful shit. I don't need the bad shit. You're such a pessimist. No, not a pessimist. Just a realist. Okay? That's all it is. And Danny, what's your take? When things are eventful, does that mean it's bad? Not really. Can have good eventful and bad eventful. You can have like a good event full where you like you're winning a bunch of stuff and people inviting you out and like you're getting free shit. First of all, and... my nigga, I know my luck. I know out here winning. Yeah, and then you could have like a bad set of events. So when I don't think like your luck can The things change. I just win is random things I have no use for. I, I don't understand it. And I keep wondering like why that, like every time it happens, I go and I buy like a scratch card, I win nothing. So I'm like, shit, like why doesn't this translate over? 
Because you're thinking about it too much. I'm not. It's like, oh, if I won this, maybe I should take my chance today. Maybe today is the day. Yeah, that's thinking luck. about but it too much. Outside of that, like, nah, not really. I don't out here buying lottery tickets, like, every day. So that's what every... you consider luck? Like, lottery, lottery no. tickets? No. Luck is like I walk in and I find $100 on the ground. So it's only money-related, financial gain. Lucky is I walk in and somebody randomly hops and say, hey, here's a free car. Okay, financial and material gain related. That's how you see luck. Lucky is I cool out there. So I say, whoa, you win a free pizza. Well, that did happen to me last night. So luck isn't that I you were crossing the road today night. and almost got hit by a car but did it? That's First not of luck. all, luck have nothing to do with that because I'm a motherfucker sped up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no luck and chance. He sped up. He saw me in the distance. He could have stopped. Yeah. So if he did hit me, that would have been a luck thing. That'd have been a this nigga is out to get me. Yeah. Okay. Come on, uh-huh. look. Fuck that. Um. Uh, just to close it out, I'm excited for this week. Um. This end of this week slash coming weekend i'm gonna be in boston seeing my little cute nephew oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> i feel like i should give you a round of applause for that so here you go um you know also Vinan's gonna have How a weekend you? of peace and quiet and everyone turning up <laughs> wow <laughs> it's gonna be wild enough, you know. hundred percent going to wild because the Monday is like I have, a, I have a day off from work on the Monday. Oh, yes. he's gonna he'll say that, but he'll message me like I miss you. Why you left? Hell, I know what you're talking about. It's all lies, slander. Why are you not okay? messaging me? Slander. I will send my lawyer to handle you, bro. We are we playing game. Who's all your lawyer? I don't know yet. Uh, I need somebody. We need somebody. I feel like this is something that, like, they should teach people. Like, you get a certain age, get a lawyer. Mm. Right? Okay. I feel like we, like, at this age, we should have lawyers, you know, legal matters. You never know. You might want to send somebody a letter telling them, oh, keep my name out your mouth. Not in those exact words, but, you know, keep my name out your mouth, yeah, you know. Check it. Write up a contract, you know. But we don't have those things. Those are things they don't teach us. It's just Pythagoras theorem. When last one of you use the Pythagoras theorem? I feel like just the other day. Oh, you lie! You use what? What use Pythagoras for? Just the other day, they are trying to calculate um, a map, <laughs> and I use Pythagoras to find the long end. <laughs> okay, so that's like one exception. That's like an outlier. Listeners, how many of you are using Pythagoras theorem on a regular? Right? Uh, how many of you are using sine, cosine, and tangent, and all them things? Uh, exactly. Look at her head hitting her there. She's holding her head like, what? Like, I feel her head start to overheat too eh, in the process. You're my eye to chin. You know, no, I'm just, I'm just um, putting my hand on my head about my, um, regarding my lost potential. I was talking to your um, sister this week about how I feel, for lack of a better word, stupid, inept. Because 
like there's so much we used to know and like in your jobs you're so hyper focused on one area like the things that you used to know that made you like intelligent or like smart like you don't know anymore like i i can't even do mental math anymore but i don't need to know those things but i know it... much more complex so what math things. do you do now what math i you can't do, do mental math. math so what math do you do now Oh, excellent! She's missing the calculator. Yeah, four plus two. Right. <laughs> I just, you know, I just need to confirm it. Thank like, you. Is this, you six, is this real? Let me run this again. Uh, mind you, Vernon asked me today what what was what's bigger, uh, a quarter or three ifs? Yeah, you know it's funny. I can't remember what's bigger, quarter or three ifs, but I can tell you the subnet on an IP on a, a set of IP addresses there. Eh? I can tell you that shit on the top of my head. A quarter <laughs> or three eighths? He asked which one is larger, a quarter or three eighths? Are we... We don't know. We, that's that's where we are at right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's where I'm at. <laughs> well, um, no, you see, what happened was um, I tried to um, get some rackets to demo because I, I want to get new tennis rackets, right? So I went on the site. And I was looking at the rackets, and they gave options. They gave like four options. The quarter or three eighths, those are the grip sizes. Now I, that's always something I always had trouble remembering. If I if I take the oh, three so you always bad at fractions. Just only every day terrible fractions. Just only when it comes to that. Not Literally, that has been the story of my life. Where I always fuck up and take the smaller grip size, and I find myself having to put like mad over grips on the racket. So that's why I had to, you know, question, you know, make sure I made the right decision. But yeah, all right, fuck that. Either way, fuck this mental math shit. All right. So we're gonna do a slight um, new section. Okay. Right. Okay. It's slash new section slash um, fan feedback. Can I get a can I get a sound effect, Mister? That's not the one I wanted. Yeah, okay. Oh, I don't like those drums. You need to get better with your sounds. So, um, from our um listener, at... some airhorns too. I don't know how to say her Instagram name, but it's. I know. Oh, are we saying her Instagram name? Okay, I don't know. I'll just say the feedback. I listened to your latest episode. I appreciate you talk you taking the time to talk about the Claudicone issue in Guadeloupe and Martinique. I wanted to say that what news outlets really go in depth I wanted to say that what news outlets really go in depth into this issue. The reason why it's it's being used despite the the known fact how dangerous it is was because they lobbied hard and the government accepted. Um, the economy of Martinique and Guadeloupe is still in the hands of the descendants of slave masters. Okay. Okay. Right. Things are changing very slowly. This issue might be a catalyst to get fairer treatment. The struggle is real um, here in you know, Martinique and, and Guadalupe, yeah. right? But guys, you know, we got we got fan feedback. Yeah, no, I appreciate the fan feedback. Um, you, they you appreciated. Um, thank you for sending us feedback and all. Oh. 
we went on to have a conversation just even about like healthcare um in Guadeloupe and and Martinique because apparently she was saying that um Guadeloupe doesn't have like a, a proper function in hospital. Yeah, that's madness. And that people are having to get lifted to Martinique or, you know, I think France or well I'm not sure if that's what she said. If it's something more serious, then it um it has to go go to France, right? Yeah. Um, but, um, but you know, see, sometimes we assume that you know, I you know, other islands are better off just because no, of what we know. But you know, people are not, dealing with similar problems. It's not even that alone, but it shows you that look at that. Like these places are French colonies, mm-hmm. and they still know Dep- be- departments. They, they still know better territories or different. territories. They still know better than us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like what, what are, what are these people's well, and you know, priorities? Well, this is not the health mm-hmm. of your, 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 your citizens and and stuff like that. Like, and you know, we brought up we in our chat, we we brought up she brought up something, um, you know, good as you know, a good point as well. Remember when there was um, Notre Dame was on on fire and all of that. She said even like Guadeloupeans and Martinicans, you know, there were people up in arms about that. But there's still problems in the country that have to be, that's, you know. But you fixed. see, and that's the wild thing for me. That place, that place was on fire, and, and so money. many people uh-huh. donate and all kind of thing. I'm like, yo, that's an old last building. <laughs> if it burned, it burned. It was the time God wanted it to go down. They have places that not all like that, that need the money more than a well, building. Well, not even... And you're not even putting it in there? Not even... You me Guadalupe don't have a proper working hospital? Not even um, places, but people, right? Like, there are still problems that the people, like, right next door to you, you know, feeling, but you getting outraged at something well, that's, you know, far like... flat, not even, like, a stone's throw away or up the road from you, or, you know, anything yeah. like that. Um, priorities so that was um, that was um, our fan feedback what yeah. new segment okay, okay. <laughs> hey. and then find some fan feedback for us give us feedback <laughs> you're um, sincerely ball guy <laughs> the next quote unquote news you know thing I wanted to give was Obama was speaking um, somewhere this week, and he called out the whole um, woke, about uh, that you know, time. woke uh, Twitter culture and like the call out culture, you know, that about you especially time. see on Twitter. And it, you know, I, I'm not gonna say that this is my politics or my political view, or whatever. But like, I just, I just love the Obamas, you know, like they're so lovable, you know. It's kind of like. Bro, outside of them being lovable, I but agree. they get it, you yes. know, they get it, right? And that shows that he's in touch with, you know, what's, you know, like life and, you know, what's happened. So, what he was essentially saying in this speech is you calling out somebody's tweet or mistake, or, you know, they tweet something and they have a mistake, error, typo, or, you know, you know, they have a set of people who go and bash them for like, oh, that's wrong or whatever, or you shouldn't be doing this, right? And what he was saying is when you're calling out somebody like that and you're just sitting on your couch not doing anything yourself, that's not activism, right? You, It's like a fake woke 
you know, kind of thing that, yeah, of course you feel good about yourself because you think you did something, but you didn't really do anything at all, but like tear somebody down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought I thought that was interesting and something that you know needed to be heard, but I don't think it's gonna stop the issue at all. But it was refreshing to to have someone speak out against it. You see that 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 is that goes back to something I read. Someone posted on Twitter a while back. Even people who they sleepwalk, they have their eyes open. Mm. That's deep. Even yeah. people who sleepwalk, sleepwalk have their eyes, eyes open. open. Hmm. You're so woke, your eyes so open, but you still sleepwalking. You, you you just you're not helping anything. You're not fixing anything. Mm-hmm. That's all they're doing. Yeah. That's that's that that's literally what Twitter is. You know, like don't get me wrong. I think Twitter is a cool platform. I like how things is to the point, brief. You know, you can go on there and you can get the summary on an event taking place. But they have the toxic side of Twitter that just like. And it's like, it's. I saw this week Twitter was trying to like they tried to make moves, you know, to be less toxic. So they banned all political ads mm-hmm. on the platform. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, that's cool and all, but what about the racist bots? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they have these racist bots that just they're out here spamming racist shit on people and whatnot. But at least they're taking a move with this Facebook who just out here. Let's put her in wild, whatever the hell they yeah. want. As you whatnot. as you said that there was another um news piece that came to mind. Um there was a Halloween party at some mansion thing that was actually an Airbnb. Okay. And there ended up being a shooting at the party and five people were were killed, right? So Everything on Twitter and, you know, Airbnb hopped on it, you know, like quick, fast and the CEO of Airbnb saying, oh, they're changing their terms and this and that and whatever. Right. Because um, everybody was talking about who is liable, right? Is it Airbnb? Is it the 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 people? But nobody's talking about gun gun violence. The gunman is liable. Him and his gun, not Airbnb, not the in the what? Thank you guys. That's a discussion on Twitter. Which I mean, that was the that was the wow. summary of all of the press and the things and the Jesus. news coverage and, and all of that, right? About who has lied, you know, things about. It's not like Airbnb sold a gun to him or told him where but the party it was, was. It was more about like <laughs> that there shouldn't have been a party versus how about there shouldn't have been somebody coming with a gun. So what if? And and there were so many people there, so the place should have only been able to hold fifty people, and there were like a hundred. And they do, at the last I saw, they had no idea who the gunman was. So hold on, hold on, okay. So let's take out the Airbnb from the situation, and it's in the owner's house. Mm-hmm. So now the owner is at fault. If it's something in my house, and somebody come and shoot somebody, I have nothing to do with me, eh? as far as I'm concerned. Bro, we the the, the internet is wild, like. You, this goes back to what I was telling you in the car today. I was telling Anushka, I don't know if it's that I'm so liberal or desensitized. It's just a matter of, well, maybe it's that I'm desensitized, but it's just a matter of I've come to the realization that the world is fucked up and strange and stupid shit is always going to happen. Like, they have no question about it. Like, I was outraged for a moment when you said what you said about Twitter. 
And then I thought about, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like Twitter. That sounds mm-hmm. like the kind of thought process that would go on there. You would blame everybody except the gunmen. Well, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't. It wasn't Twitter users. It was the press and the, the coverage sorry, the, and whatever. The press, the world. Yeah. It just sounds like. Yeah. It sounds normal. Like yeah. yeah, let's blame everybody but the gunman. Yeah. And yeah. then they go to come and say he had mental health issues. Who knows? He was battling well, it depression. Depends, it depends. What he, it depends on what he looks like. He we all abused. know that. We all know oh. it depends on what he. Looks of course, he. Like. Very true. I, I'm not. I go to reserve judgment. I'm not going to say it because I do not know. All right. So hold on. Before you reach your topic, I have a question to ask. Melanie, and she told me something last night there. Uh-uh. And I was I I'm when did this forex thing become so popular, <laughs> Missy? When are you going to take off the whole podcast? No, I just want we need to I just want to know from my daddy if he knows about the forex, you know, the forex traders. Oh yeah. You know? I, I've been approached many times. Now let me let me say something. <laughs> there, there are two types of forex things going on, right? Uh-huh. There are people that actually Wait, learn... so for the listeners who may not know what we're talking about, how would you Forex know? is currency trading. Currency, currency trading. So, so foreign yeah. exchange. Yeah. So you yeah, buy exactly. currency, you hold it for a while. When it goes up, uh, you basically it play it. Uh, yeah, you can play it against different currencies. So yeah. you can buy, like, basically, you could have bought, um, if you could go Canadian back in time, against, yeah. you could have bought, like, Iraqi dinar after um, things happened during the Gulf War. And then basically wait for it to get to a nice place sometime before the next war and then sell it before the next war. <laughs> you, okay. you could do stuff like that or you could just okay. do basic day-to-day trading. But there are two types of Forex traders right now okay. that okay. I see, right? They're the people that actually want to learn Forex, trade Forex, become professional in Forex, like, you know, stock market and other mm-hmm. yeah. trading. Now there's the other set of people the scammers, the pyramid scheme boys. Basically, yep. Basically, use Forex as a way to bring people in, telling them we're going to teach you how to do Forex if you give us $100 a month. And if you bring three people, then you'd have to pay $100 a month. But they have to pay the $100 a month. And then you get money from this. Um, and then sometime while we're doing all this pyramid scheming, maybe during a break, you'll, we'll teach you how to do Forex. Dog. <sighs> So, so it's the two. That's the two sets of people right now that exist: the for actual forex users and traders, and then pyramid scheme um, starters and attendees. <laughs> this is so. Um, my first, my first wisdom of the week for you all guys. I thought the... no, 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 no. I have to. I have to. But oh. based on that, my first one, they say. Not because it come in quick and easy means it's long lasting and meaningful. You can't get get rich quick, okay? Because all these forex things sound like it's a pyramid scheme, all right? That's all it is. I have to bring in free friends to avoid paying the hundred dollars. You know, at you some know point I mean, stuff. Yeah. Bro. Now, of course. For now, everybody's you know the, the it's fresh, so people are actually making some money. So you know they well, they not is, even bad talking it. Don't bad talk it. Don't yeah. say not anything say bad about it. Yeah. But when Anushka told me about it, I went and I just I looked up because she told me about two people that were apparently in it. I'm not naming anybody, Anushka. I'm not saying any names. Calm down. You, you remember, remember, wake up now. 
<laughs> remember, I mean, there've been so many, but you remember we have now, <laughs> and, and people were actually going to the ATM in Senushan, pulling out money, like to show people how real it is. Yeah, nobody talks about Wicked now anymore. Okay, so she told me about <laughs> some people, and I just decided to go and look, and I saw them, you know, they were in it, they had it in their bios, and boy, they, you know, Forex traders. So I just went and, you know, because I heard about Forex, I never really take it on, and I I understood the basics, but I needed to know what exactly what was going on there. So I went and I looked up a couple of YouTube videos, and one of the YouTube videos I looked at, the guy said, first of all, there are two types of traders. There are the people who are making the money, and there are the people who are making the money for the people who are making the money. So basically, they have the ones who think they're doing some kind of trade, but really and truly, they're just there as bait and small fish for the bigger fish to make money off of. And the guy was saying, it's a thing where you have to monitor, you have to and you have to be paying attention to the news, all these kind of things, Danny, because something could happen in the news and it could affect the currency and you have to be able to predict the outcomes and these kind of things before you know you go ahead and trade. So that's that's... I read it and I was like, yeah, so they have people who are making money and people who are not making money, basically. So, anyway, Anushka, move on to your topic of the day, Sorry. of the week. Sorry, I was taking a gram break. Um, <laughs> Why? So, how are you guys feeling lately, right? Like, Adani's out here. I feel like Danny probably resting, his, his, he's, he's relaxed. Yeah, you know. I'm actually working quite hard. Yeah, but you, but you, you're not as tired and exhausted as and, and stressed out as before, right? Uh, it, I'm, I'm not as tired, but I'm stressed yes. out about different things now. Mm, okay, that's very good. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, 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 yeah. They, that's that's fine. That so, is, yeah. one of the things that uh, caught my attention, I've been seeing a lot in the media. I thought it would be good to bring up on the podcast is I've been seeing a lot of rhetoric around millennials being called the burnout generation. Right. Any like sentiments or feelings you'll have just hearing that, Um, that millennials are the burnout generation. Who wrote the article? Is this an old person or a millennial (sighs) person? That's my first question. I I cannot cite, you know, like where, where it all started. The reason why I asked that, if it's a millennial person... I think it maybe started off with the millennial person just saying something, like, controversial to, like, bring bring up certain no, points. Yeah. But then the media, again, took it and okay. spin it, like, So, for the old foul. people, shut the fuck up. Because we're burnt out because of your motherfuckers, all right? Y'all made it hard for us. Y'all make it so that now we are afraid to take vacation. We feel we must bust our ass, come in at 7 o'clock okay. and leave at oh. 7 o'clock to appease just to make pennies... Because y'all ruined everything for us. Wow. All right? You remember, like, I don't know if it's just me, but for the last, like, well, since, like, 2015, like, at least once a month, I've been seeing these articles popping up about how we are destroying the world. And it's not mm. even like, you know, like bad, like it's not even like terrible things. Yeah, like it's these. like small things, right? Um, yeah, like, um, how, how millennials have destroyed avocados. How basically, millennials yeah. Have how like, how millennials like, have destroyed. Like they just, they just they believe in us for everything. Uh, how millennials have destroyed the mall by using Amazon. How millennials uh, have destroyed meat shops 
by shopping uh, for food on online. How millennials? Yeah, because we don't have time to go to the mall. How, how millennials have destroyed the cinema by not going to watch any more movies and just using Netflix? How millennials have destroyed local tourism by traveling to Bali? <laughs> because niggas trying to escape. They're tired. They, they want a break. When they take the vacation, they're leaving because... Hey, I was reading a thing on... Uh, you see what you said there? I read a thing on Twitter. A girl said she took vacation and she never used the vacation. Mm-hmm. Because from the day she went on vacation, her boss called her every day mm-hmm. asking her, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you do that? Then she had to go into show and do and, and do this, do that. And then by the time she herself, her one week was up and she was going back to work the next day. And it was like she never took a week off from work. Well, let me tell you. Let, let's go, right? So, earlier this year, right, burnout was uh, categorized as a legitimate diagnosis by the World Health Organization. About damn time. Right? So, if we have to ask what is burnout, right, they describe it as a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed, okay. right? So, that in is then in twofold, right? So it's chronic workplace stress. So that's the input. But, me, right. But there's an onus on ourselves to find a way to manage it, yes. right? So develop the appropriate like coping mechanisms and you know, habits cool. and that kind of thing to combat it, right? Okay. So burnout, you know, how does it display, right? So Feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism relating to one's job and reduced professional efficacy, okay. right? I think I'm burnt out. But here's here. no, no, well, no, 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 no. I think in the it's last few you, months, I, yes, I, I have it. been. I know it. You have a, you have an ongoing eye twitch uh, <laughs> and one. But, but here's my a, thing. I think it's three weeks now. Listen, <laughs> let me show you a lesson there. Y'all know all of the, the, the symptoms and which can list there. Y'all know one thing that can battle that is smoking weed. And you want to know the funny thing? That's the one thing that in everybody company handbook, they have a thing about drugs not allowed. They randomly drug test you, they fire us, and they find THC in your system. So after you're stressing me out, you're making me feel guilty when I try and take the vacation that I burst my ass on a little bit mm. of vacation. If I try and use something to help me, you know, stress relief, relieve the stress, you're going to fire me for it too. So basically, you want me high strength. But the thing is, you're I think, it, like, yes, you know, weed is probably like one thing for. I'm not know, saying it's the only thing, but I'm saying it's one of the things. But I think it's like on that topic of, I think you know the chronic workplace stress, right? Like, why? I guess why are workplaces so so stressful? Are are they as and I know we don't have the answer, right? But are they the same amount of stressful that it always was, or is it it's more? more. It's more. Right? And the it's reason why stressful. I Yes. And the reason why I believe it's more is because the higher ups, the man- management, they want more from the people. Mm-hmm. They want you to damn near walk on water and turn mm-hmm. water into wine for forty thousand dollars a year only. Right? And they want you to never be sick. And I was reading okay, so you know this company we work, mm-hmm. the the CEO. He left. They gave him a bailout of $1.7 million mm-hmm. to leave. Somebody is suing him for something because a thing that comes out from all this stress out and pressure on people is 
discrimination in the workplace in that a woman was saying she got demoted and picked on because she used her maternity leave. What? Yes. She got pregnant and she had to go and leave. And the man made a comment to her basically saying, oh, I hope you have fun on vacation while we all here working. Wow. Yeah. That's the kind of shit millennials have to deal with. So, and yes, it's a woman and that's a bad thing, but I feel millennials on a whole have to deal with that. You try and take vacation and people make snide comments like that, like, I hope you have fun on vacation while we working. Yeah, nigga, I go to have fun on vacation because I come in, in at seven o'clock and I leave in at se- I leave in at six seven every night. I tired. I need a vacation. Well, and I think the other thing is, so many of our jobs these days, you know, a lot of us are working as knowledge workers, right? And I feel like that has a different effect on you versus like if you would do it more like physical or like task, you know, like non knowledge work kind of thing. Like, because I feel like it like depletes your like there's a level of mental exhaustion because like i've said that to you i come from work and and i'm not physically tired but i'm mentally mentally exhausted right and i i think i even brought it up on the podcast a few weeks ago right i went to a barbell strength class and the lady was like come on lower you're not physically tired you're mentally tired you can do this (laughs) right but like but like that was true right like when I come home and I don't want to go to the gym, it's not because like I'm I'm oh I'm so physically tired. I'm, I'm just sleepy. My tired. brain is My, just like yeah. oh I'm done. People Lay send down. emails. People send emails and they want to respond instantly. You well, ever see? Uh, you ever yeah. see? Uh, like they send an the email and it's like. If you don't respond in like an hour, like they send another email or the message, the I mean, you receive my email. Like, yeah, man, you guys receive the email, best people are the people that send you an email I get to it when I get and then to physically it. walk to I your office to ask to if you have out. seen their email. Like, and then they the walk back. Is, it makes perfect sense. And the me. thing is, that's not necessarily on the person, you know, because the person themselves trying to get whatever they're trying to, you know, yeah. get done, done, right? Um, so perceptions of continue perceptions of burnout right so um i think sometimes there's a bit of denial when it comes to burnout right i think there there are two sides of the coin some people may think that um they they in denial like oh yeah i'm i I might be stressed out but i'm not burnt out right they're thinking like burnt out is these things you used to see in the movies with the wall street stock traders are just dropping you know dropping like flies you know from exhaustion and and they right and they don't believe that okay my level of stress is not burnout right it can't be burnout but then on the other side you have people who are crying wolf you know like like they get stressed out by so many like little things like oh i'm burnt out right so i think there are two sides you know of that spectrum but i think it it is really dangerous the denial side of things right where like you don't even recognize you burnt out because you you know like you think being burnt out is worse than 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 what you experience yeah 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 um it's i don't know for me my thing is it's like when did it get this way, though? Mm. When and why did it get this way? Right. But I think I think it's back to that thing of, like, not being successfully managed. So what are we missing as millennials to successfully manage our stress? Like, what, what tools coping 
I don't think that it's a money thing, um, right? Uh, here's, no, here's my reasoning why I say that. I just want you to think. Just, just, just stop and think. Remember when we people were younger, the parents would take a month, two months vacation, and they traveling. We going to Disney World, or we we going to the beach every oh, day, and that kind of thing, saying. random things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like people would take this time and it was like, that's no problem. They go on the vacation and whatnot. So I see taking vacation multiple times in a year. You know, I think the summer, maybe Christmas, they take two weeks off Christmas because they're in the house with their children kind of thing. We don't do that as millennials. You know, I actually have people at work. There are people at work who are afraid because the head of our department had said, um, you know, plan your vacation, take your vacation and, and rest up because you know, 2020 is going to be a ride and everybody's like, holy shit, like 2019 was already so rough for us. You telling us like, and she made a joke. She made a joke about 2020, you're not going to be able to take vacation until December or something like that. And she was joking. She was joking because she's saying about how, like, how, you know, how... That's not even jokes you make. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. She just was no, not aware of that. So even there's some people this year who have not been able to take vacation. I think even I'm one of those that's included has not been able to take a full, like their full, you know, however many days of vacation until December because things were just going like so harm. And but you see so what I'm saying there? First of all, I don't think we are allotted as much vacation as people were before. We have less days. Like, it don't make sense to me how people will be taking a month, uh, a month and a half off. I only like, have, it's nothing. I only have 10 vacation days. Okay. Right? We have less days. And then now, when we try and take our days, it's almost like, you, it's almost like they don't say, are you sure you want to take that much time? Like, yeah, well, you really sure you want to take that much time off? Like, they're ready to hold it over your head uh-huh. type thing. Like, But, you know, there was... My nigga, there sometimes was, I need to treat yourself day. But that's the thing. There <laughs> were things that said... And, you know, I've done it this year where I took some mental health days for myself. I didn't tell whoever that it was mental health days, but that's, that's what I needed. And it wasn't even like a treat yourself situation because I think, okay. If you we, just treat we, yourself could be you just sit at your home. Exactly, right? So successfully manage. A lot of yeah. people, this self-care topic, and I have, I'm in a magazine now, the topic is, you know, self-care. A lot of people want to view self-care and talk about self-care on social media. Oh, self-care Saturdays, whatever. And it's face masks and candles and bubble baths. But that's not, that's self-care for the gram. Like, that's not, sometimes self-care is just sitting down there in silence. But Anushka, that goes back to something I said to you a while back. I don't know if I said it on the podcast. A lot of these people are not willing to sit there in silence with themselves themselves. Because they are afraid of being with themselves because then they have to face the bullshit that they're doing and the bullshit actions and behavior. Well, not even... Self-care. These people self-care, but it's not the proper self-care. It's not what they need. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just need to just sleep Mm. or sometimes you need to just go and exercise Mm -hmm. or you need to just chill and read or meditate. It's not going and self-care, drinking mimosas Uh and this. Uh That ain't necessarily what you need. Yeah. Yeah, you're feeling pretty on the outside at the end but you are still tired and stressed out. Mm-hmm. Because there were things that said, I don't remember if it, I have it written down here. Okay. Um, mm, okay, here it is. So uh, the, there was an article and it said, is burnout just how we as millennials live now? 
So burnout and the behaviors and weight that accompany it aren't in fact something we can cure by going on vacation, right? It's not limited to workers in acutely high stress environments. And it's not a temporary affliction. It's the millennial condition. It's our base temperature. It's our background music. It's the way things are. It's our lives. Do you all agree with that? Do you all disagree with that? Um, I agree. Adani? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Adani is drinking water. <laughs> That's how I keep from Adani, why, why do you think like burnout is just our standard operating procedure now? Because I feel like we are being pressured from both from all sides. Like now when you in your the burnout was like like our Adani parents too. and our grandparents, like they had a different level of life you know they had different struggles i feel like we are facing our own struggles (laughs) now in a time filled with struggles like like the planet is about Um, to implode i can talk in the meantime till adani returns i'm here are you back adani yes i'm back i guess not i can talk in the meantime um i'm back I, I was asking back? you. Um, oh, yes, I'm back. Like, what? If why is this? Like, is this our standard operating procedures? And like, why? I can't hear you guys. Oh, um, and he said we're being pressure. We're being pressured. Yes, I agree with him. It is our standard operating um, procedure, our baseline, and we are being pressured. We're being pressured in that you don't notice it's gotten to a point. It, it's testing. Everybody is saying, "Why are we not doing this?" Like they did back in the old days in terms of but why think, you don't have a house already, why you don't have a child, this kind of but things. You know, and what, what, let but, me add on to that, right? I think like even if people may not be saying that, like yes, that's a minimum expectation, but I think our expectations for ourselves are we also we would higher. Have, yes. No, it's just higher yes. than that. Like that was just like, oh yeah, everybody has that. No, it's not. It's but not, what it's I not, want oh, to do yeah, for every, myself yeah. is more. Yeah, because we went and we, we fought that for us to get more and get further in life. Some of us thought, maybe I have to go to school and get that degree, but not just get the bachelor's, but get the master's as well to land a good job and get the good salary for me to be able to provide for my family in the way I, I envision. Mm-hmm. And then jokes on us, we come out with the said masters and people want to hire us, but they don't want to pay us our worth. Right. They want us to do everything under the sun, but they don't want to pay us appropriately. And then now we find ourselves having to do our job and saying, well, I can either do with what I have or I can try to pick up mad side hustles mm-hmm. to complement and supplement what I have for me to be able to achieve the goal but, that I have in my mind. But I think even that, right? Like the expectations that people have side hustles, right? Like that's a whole... That's, that has become a thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's a given now that everybody have one, two side hustles. Well, and it's that, that everybody is hustling, right? That hustle that's what, that's mentality, what is right? Like hustling. It's, you're yeah. grinding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not just, you know, working, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I enjoy my job. Like, I, I think about it. I don't think my mother ever had no side hustle when she was working. Mm-hmm. 
My mother had a job. She worked. She comfortably was able to take care of all of us, send us to school, all these kind of things and whatnot. But now I'm thinking, imagine if tomorrow I had a child or something. Mm -hmm. Like, will I be financially... I, I could I be financially stable to take care of myself. Would I be financially stable to take care of myself and a child? Well, like, and you know, when I look at some of, you know, other millennials, but who are maybe older than us or some of our friends who, you know, have kids, I'm also like, uh, I don't know if I feel like I'm in the like mental, emotional, whatever ready position, like to have a child. Because if I'm like struggling with burnout and taking care of myself, like when you add a child, you know, into that mix, like so life becomes child, less and less about you, you right? Less sleep. Well, you you're not a priority at that point, yeah, right? Like saying, it's not you're about getting less you. Sleep, so now you still have to go to do your regular working hours on less sleep. All is like I saw I saw something about how um high performers are um especially women they they were doing a study and they were finding that high performing women um I guess just because of the stress because of you know whatever it was when they got that break from maternity leave they decided to just like not come back like just like I'm I'm done like I <laughs> like it's too much <laughs> but here's my thing I not and and don't get me wrong, eh? I'm not complaining, trying to make it seem like we're weak or something or anything of the sort. I just think it's a bit... We, we've we been dealt an unfair hand. But the, the thing is, I, I hear you, but like, what do we do to... What can we do to combat it? Well, the, before I get to that, I say unfair hand. Oh. I think Daniel's return because I'm hearing noise. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the background you, by you, but you took a you took a trip to Mercury. Boy, Mercury. yeah, because it's in retrograde. Communication. I told you, technology communication. Yeah, uh, you set us up. Called it. Mm-mm-mm. Um. Yeah, I was saying. I feel like they setting us up, and the reason why I say that, eh? Randomly this week, at lunchtime, I just. I was scrolling on my phone. I was on. I ended up opening the LinkedIn app, and I was seeing job postings. And I'm reading the job postings, and one of them was like unlimited vacation, work from home as mm-hmm. much as you want, and whatever, whatever. And I'm reading. I'm like, interesting. So I say, you know what? Let me go on Glassdoor to see what people saying about this company. And I go on Glassdoor, and the first thing I see. A guy saying it's a trap. <laughs> so I'm like, hold up now. Like, let me see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Clicking. The guy say, I was promised unlimited vacation, unlimited pay, unlimited work from home. Mm. The guy say, I get my work done. But the moment I try to work from home more than two days a week, it's immediately a problem. The moment I try and take vacation, it's immediately a problem. The guy say, it's to the point where he finds himself working on weekends, mm. Saturday, Sunday, burning the midnight oil, mm. killing it for his job yeah. and whatnot. But the moment he decides, you know what, Wednesday, I go just chill. I want to work. Everybody's up in arms like, oh, my God, what you doing? Yeah, type of because, thing. I mean, even you, you um, tell me about, oh, you need to start working from home two days a week. Like, part of that, I do have a little, like, guilt, you know, associated with asking for it because... 
you know, everybody has one day. So then, you know, will I look away if I'm one of the first people to be asking, okay, I need another one. You know what I yeah, mean? That. But here's my thing. Because the workplace is so much about managing perceptions, right? Yes, and I get that. But for me, it shouldn't matter as long as you get in the work done. They have some people who feel more productive at their home, in mm-hmm. their own space. Mm-hmm. They well, work well there. and the thing is, it, it may not even be that, right? Like, sometimes, you know, some of us just energetically, it's better for us to think and maybe not be as stressed out, right? Yeah. To control Maybe the space I'm working on in. a big project and I need to just step away from everybody so I can focus mm-hmm. and give it my proper attention, attention. and yeah, energy because to get even it for me, what I found is working from the actual house is not necessarily the best thing for me. But if I go to like a coffee shop or something, just kind of change my surroundings and I'm like cranking, you know? Yeah, but so that's why I say like they're setting us up. They're trying to make it seem like, yeah, boy, you can do all of that and, and you have the dream job and you can work when you want and it's flexible and you wouldn't be stressed and burnt out but it's not it's a trap Mm -hmm. because the moment you try and utilize those things that they offer to avoid the burnout and to give your best work Mm -hmm. they try to you sure you want to do that like 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 uh, i don't know you use three weeks you use three days last week uh, like that kind of like so it's like we have to find now you say how do we get out of it Mm -hmm. how do we combat it boy so, um, I'll say this and then Adani, I'll give you the floor if you have anything to say since you dropped off for a bit. But um, I had a talk with um, um, my mentor last week, right? And it was, you know, just a candid conversation. You know, I told him that I've I've been struggling and I'm trying to, you know, figure out things. And he, he spoke, you know, he's probably in his forties, so he's not a millennial at all, but he was saying, you know, he sees some similarities with us and, you know, people like ourselves that are ambitious, right? It comes a point in time, especially in these transition periods in your life, right? Like to stay on the ambitious route, right? Is um, inherently selfish, right? Like, something is going to have to give in your pursuit of, you know, ambition for wanting things, how you want it, the quality and, you know, the way that you want it, be it your marriage, your family time, like whatever, something is going to have to, to make room for you, you know, taking that path. And he says, you know, the people who take, he's seen the people who take that ambitious path, you know, is that they lose something along the way, or, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't last for for long, right? Mm. And he was advising me that one of the things I need to consider is instead of like chasing these pursuits of like perfection or the quality of work that I want to, you know, produce, you know, like he's like, he told me about redefining what good enough is for me. Yeah, so that's And when he told me that... I just felt disgusted, right? Like, it just touched me, like, like I wanted to frip. Like, I, it was just, like, redefine what's good enough. Like, to me, that feels like compromising on, you know? But it's not, because that's what I was going to say. I feel like, for you ask, like, what can we do to get around this burnout? It could be something as simple as, maybe we need to redefine our expectations. expectations of it. 
lower our expectations. And you know, it, maybe, but the thing maybe is, this goal to have whatever, whatever by 40, maybe you need to extend it to by 50. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe um, you need to slow it down mm-hmm. to get to last longer in the race. Right. And I feel like there are other people who probably, you know, share the same thing as me. So it's like, you know, you may need to adjust your expectations or your, you know, your, your, your bar, you know, reduce your bar. But it's just like, just the fact that you have to reduce your bar, you like, it giving you anxiety, like, oh, you know. <laughs> you know Another so thing is maybe we need to get hobbies outside of, our work i think outside of work and outside of technology um yes and no but (laughs) no i for some people yes for others no maybe it's something as simple as you pick up golfing Mm -hmm. you go and golf on a saturday Mm -hmm. for for how many hours on a saturday no phone it's just you and your friends you're out there hitting golf balls talking shit and you're going your business or maybe it's something as simple as you pick up basketball on the afternoon, you come from work, you put your phone in your bag, and you go in the gym and go and play basketball with random people and, and whatnot. Well, and I think it's, you know, what you're getting to is, you know, we need to have our non-negotiable, this is my... This is my time. This is my thing. And is what I do is. this solely for enjoyment. Yeah. No pressure, no whatever. For, no, me, for me, it's World of Warcraft, really. Friday and Saturday, you know where to find me. Don't look for me. Don't ask me nothing. I'm not missing that for nothing. Fireball you all. That is what I am doing. No, it's serious, Danny. That that's my thing. That's what I do. And even though I read it and you hear me cursing and whatnot. All of that helping you. Yeah. But that is just me being frustrated and maybe I make a mistake in the game. But I enjoy it. I'm having a good time. Mm. That's my thing. So Adani, since you dropped off for a while, what's your what's your take? You know, I think when you dropped off, there we were questioning, like, is this our new normal? Like, why is it? And you had spoken about pressures, and then I asked Vernon, well, okay, like, fine, if that's the thing, but how do we combat it? Like, what are the solutions? Um, so I think I was saying basically like the pressures from more sides than ever before. And it's only going to get worse for our children Boy. and their children. Like, this, it's only going to get worse. So I only see the burnout getting worse and worse. Like, you know, the pressures put upon us to have kids at a certain time, be successful by a certain time, travel the world by a certain time, um, come to work every day, never be sick, <laughs> give 150%, make your boss on the head. Because you see this thing called social media. That's one of the biggest pressures on one of the sides because when you yeah. go on social media and you see in your friends doing all these things and you say but why am i not doing that i should be doing that well and the thing is sometimes the conversation hits you like oh like check all of these people like out on a saturday you know turning up at branches and whatever like is that what i should be doing like am i lame the fact that i'm just home and enough. i'm not posting anything I but right then now. i look at it and then i'm like i i wouldn't want to be at a club i'd be miserable i wouldn't i, I, you know? I don't feel lame I can tell you that right now. Like, yeah, but what it's I'm cool what, and all what to, I'm saying yeah. is, it makes you question things that you know not to be true, right? So then, here's my question to y'all: Is it something where we need to look on the inside and define what is enjoyable to us? Absolutely, Vernon with the wisdom number three. Yeah, because 
you saying you seeing these things and you wondering if that should be what you're doing but then you think about it and you're like yo i wouldn't be enjoying that mm-hmm. so other people need to do that because i sure there are people out there who go in and do this thing just because they think that's what they should be doing they see everybody else doing it. So, boy, maybe I should be going and do that. Yeah, so, like, even for me, I realize, like, um, I I haven't been taking that many pictures, not posting that much on Instagram, like, that kind of stuff. Um, but, My meme game drop. But, like, when I, when I go out now, right, the few times I go out now, like, I haven't been drinking that much just because, like, it doesn't like it's not as enjoyable yeah, I don't to know. me. If it's not as enjoyable to me, I'm just like not going to do it. Yeah. So taking a post of like, oh my god, glasses clink together Sunday Sunday, like, eh. and then also, I feel like sometimes I feel like the people around me have become so shallow in the social media like posting things that I rather us just be present you know you with know what's trendy funny for me I lied on my bed with my wife and I was watching Grey's Anatomy <laughs> that was Aww, that's so honest. sweet right for me I don't know maybe maybe I get old maybe I'm an old man now but it's the simple things like that for me that's the the enjoyable things you know I go, I ride my bike, and we walk in our dog, we go to our business. That's enjoyable for me. And that's the thing, like, we don't have to post that or, or tell anybody that we did that to, you know, have the satisfaction and enjoyment, you know, from it. I, You know what? I take back my comment earlier when you said about away from technology, Anushka, you're right. You're very right. But away from cell phones and social media. That's what people um self-care and and them like me time should be. Anything that does not involve a cell phone or social media. Because to me, once a cell phone involved and social media involved, it immediately becomes fake, in my opinion. Like you put it on a face like you enjoy it and you're not really enjoying it. Yeah, because like I mean, look, um look, I'll have my first official like tennis class on on monday right but even <laughs> i don't know if it's, killing me the sound i don't know if it's gonna be a set of old ladies and they're gonna school me or what but i'm going right? <laughs> I, I lost six love six love to a granny who's 89 <laughs> first of all i'm just trying to hit the ball <laughs> Should I get that ball? And, and they're smashing on you, flinging you cross court, hurting your ankle. You but the that? thing is, for me, it's like, a, you know, I'm just going to go and try something new and see if I can get better at something, right? So then maybe it's something when I can do, or maybe I meet people or just have a new experience. Because for me, I think a lot of it is, I, I find even my memory and stuff is fading because... I need to break the monotony because since everything just is like very similar, sure. like let's blame the monotony. Whatever, <laughs> right? It's like things just blur. Like, but that that can happen, right? Things just blur together if you're just doing the same things the same way, like all yeah, the time, yeah, yeah. right? I, I, I get you. But I get when you. I when they um had me do the assessment to see what class they should put me in, um, um. It was so much fun just learning something and the guy showing me the different shots and, you know, 
just being challenged in a different way and yeah. not having no cell phone around, not trying to have somebody take a picture of me, you know, doing no, something I and would. me wondering if my angles look good or if it's good enough to post or anything like that. I'd be happy nobody took any pictures of me on Tuesday when I went to play tennis because, oh my God, I was in so much fucking pain after that first set. Like, yeah. So... So that so that's what we're doing to combat. Out. Well, I don't know that you're burnt out with it. Nah, hell no, not You just out. got started. No, it's not. It's whether but I, I just get if, started if or not. If this is if this is our standard operating procedure now, I think just all of us, no matter if you're feeling burnt out or not, you need to. I like, had implement no. Those I had my burnout. I had my burnout when I was working at T-Mobile, but my burnout wasn't. My burnout was. It was a mixture. It was self-inflicted as well as a, a result of the situation in that I was seeing I was working so hard and I was doing so much and there were other people getting hired full-time and whatnot. And my my solution to that burnout was me deciding for a career change mm. and going back to school mm-hmm. and whatnot. And ever since then, I've been very relaxed and not giving a fuck as, you know, playing my video games, relaxing, watching my TV, chilling, reading... That kind of thing. Like, that's like, I, I am not willing to get burnt out. So, I'm not letting nobody stress me out. It's it not happening. So, Adani, what about you? What are your experiences burnout and your, like, um, plans for combating it or advice? For- um, I usually take a while to get, like, anywhere near burnout. Like, I can go pretty steady for, like, a year or two before I feel anything. Mm-hmm. But um usually like honestly just playing video games with friends like just it just like melts away any kind really of burnout so... for the most part. Like even when we just like not doing anything, we're just talking nonsense. Yeah. Like just like, <laughs> like even now I'm feeling happy just remembering some of the nonsense we've exactly. done in the Aww. past. Just, on video games and then usually if we, i don't play video games i'll try and like do photography um or videography i love anything related to cars so that helps a lot and then um, nature and if, if, even the gym at one point was a very good place to find solace so yeah there are a bunch of things you can do to like yeah i think we just have to be active in whatever you do and you know um just regulate everything that you do and try and try new stuff, see what you like. Like I didn't know that I would like ice skating and I tried a few times and I really liked it. And then I actually fell in love with bowling too. I like tried a few times and like, oh, I like bowling. So yeah, that helps. Just but just social interaction I find with the right people helps yeah, a lot. A lot. So unfortunately for the ladies listening right you may need to give your man some slack and let him play some video games when you see sit down and play nba 2k it's not he don't want to talk to you he just needs some him time him and his boys for him to talk shit you know how many times i sit down there we just stand up there in the game we don't necessarily doing nothing huh? but we just talking shit or even when we do anything, Danny trying to kill a Danny for a helicopter, you know. <laughs> I riding a bike off a cliff to see if I can land it. Just random shit like that. 
to you it seems like it's it's, it's somebody wasting time but to them it's it's there you know well and everybody has their things and their ways right yeah, so but... like you know even for us right like do you like to lay, stay laid in bed and watching tv because tv is your thing right. but for me because i feel like so stagnant i feel like i have to move the last thing i want to do is just stay there and look at the screen for but maybe long. that's what you need to do just stay still no <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you burnt out because you're going so hard. No, you need to just no, stay still. You don't no, know. not necessarily no, look at the screen. Maybe no, read a book. No, read a book. I or, am or reading books. Close your eyes. I meditate. Am. I am. I you am. Know? But you keep telling me, come and lie down. And I want to lie down. I need to get out there. You see, people, when you have these forces telling you, maybe you must sit down. You know what you need, okay? Listen to yourself. All right. So that's what you're asking, but not me see. Why are you sound disappointed? Okay, I feel pretty burnt out. JK, JK. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's a real thing. And I really think that's a good topic. And and the reason why I think it's a good topic because I've seen older people, like I saw, like, again, on the internet, because you know I'm always on the internet, Reddit, Twitter, random places, just reading things. I saw somebody say something about burnout and somebody respond about, oh, you're that, that younger generation, you're just lazy. It's always you always want to say burnout or how we did so much more when we were older. <laughs> older people, let me tell you something. Fuck you. Things were cheaper. Yeah. The planet didn't smell yeah. as bad. It was as much. You didn't have a big hole in the, the fucking ozone layer. You didn't have a because whole of your, audience watching. You know, everyone. nobody had ruined the Mercury wasn't nobody the had ruined the fucking seven house times a year. <laughs> they right? didn't even know about Mercury. No, nobody had <laughs> nobody had ruined the economy and the fucking housing market for them. Okay? The zodiac was still the a dollar way. went a lot further. <laughs> they probably could have bought two cooks for a dollar and shit like that. All right. So when we come and tell we burnt out. We not lazy. We still had their own currency. Exactly. When we come and tell we burnt out, we're not lazy. We actually burnt out. All right? We suffering for all the bullshit y'all did. Well, and I even feel like what I've seen, even with some of the younger people coming into work now, right, is that they're, like, hungry. They want to do that work. They even, like, without people asking them, they already, like, doing work on the weekends and stuff and, like, it ain't even get that serious you know why? because I think they also like trying and fight whatever. Well, why? No, say why they try to fight. They trying and fight whatever like view of them, right? No, the but it's, but it's not only that. A lot of them think for me to move up in the organization, yes, have I have to, to work on this. the weekend. Yep. and that's another thing the older generation need to understand. For them, in their time, they knew there was a clear path to move up in the organization. For us, it's not so clear. Mm-hmm. They have some people who get led on and think they're going to get promoted and moved up, and they never get moved up. I think people have to do so much more now to get into this managerial C-suite level, chief executive officer, these kind of things well, now, versus what they had to do back then. Well, and even like for me personally, like I got my promotion this year, right? Like I'm okay floating on that promotion for for a while and not having not like striving to cry, you know, like climb the ladder, <laughs> like whatever. Power, right? power. It's like, it's like you bust your ass to get the promotion, right? You more or less doing the promotion job before you get the promotion. Exactly. After the promotion comes, then like they even throw even more things, you, you know, at you. So then 
you even need to figure out okay like how am i even like managing this stuff and like keeping myself like, sane yeah without even trying to think of i i need to move up to the next you know or i need even more money or you know like like mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. because there's a there's some people you know that you're seeing they're killing it at work or whatever but when you talk to them they're like yeah i need to stop working nights you know like i i need to stop giving my nights and whatever Bruh. and i keep giving a look and they're like yeah i see you Anushka, like as if you're not doing it or whatever Bruh. and i'm like i i, uh, Danny, I can't Anushka had a friend who told me she recently got a promotion but when she said it to me she sounded so sad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like she was sad she got the promotion because she know it meant the promotion was like, like I tell you, you get a promotion and you may be getting $3,000 more, but in actuality, you're doing $20,000 worth of extra work now. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. So when... Yeah, but the, that's the thing, right? The, the promotion she got, she has been doing, doing the, the dro- promotion exactly. for years. But now that she has the title, it's like they're throwing even more. More honor. Bruh, so when we come and say we burnt out, all the people, all the listeners, don't come and say we lazy. Well, and it's I, not that we lazy. It's we, we genuinely, we genuinely, we burnt out. We, and I we think, burning it at both I think ends. part of us taking control, you know, back of our own lives and our own... Telling ha- all the people fuck them? No, you're so emotive. Because <laughs> um, that's my stance right I now. I think like, part of our thing in, you know, taking back control and, and taking control of our own happiness is saying no, right? And not only saying no in the workplace, but saying no, like even on the weekends yeah, to, me see, me see. to things that don't Side bring notes. you... You need to know when you can say no. Eh? Yes, yes, of <laughs> yeah, course. Because you can't just say no at any of point. Of course, but I was talking to a friend. Um, funny, it's the same friend I got the promotion. Shout out to you. <laughs> you know yourself. Um, I was talking to her and I was like, hmm, friend, I'm like debating whether I should do this or not. You know, should I go? Should I? She's like, girl, it's your weekend. If you don't want to go, or if you have questions about if you're going to enjoy your time with somebody or whatever, screw that. It's your weekend. It's your time to do what you want with whatever you want, right? Like, don't waste your, your time. To don't waste your That's Saturday. how your boy operates. Whether it's Saturday or Monday, I do what I want, okay? Show up to work, watch TV at work if I want. Oh my I'll God. give a shit. Don't listen to Vernon, guys. All right. On that note, it has been another episode. Whoa, of whoa, whoa! I have one more wisdom for the you know for the week. Guys. Do you even remember all the wisdom you gave, guys? Guys, this one is a serious one. Okay, a serious one. It was something I I heard this week and I I had heard it before and I remembered it and I was like, wow, that that really is true, guys. Don't yuck someone's yum. Okay. All right. Don't, don't do that. Yuck someone's yum. Don't yuck someone's yum. Okay. So, so I okay. if it's not for if somebody else may like it, it's not for you. Just go in your business. So you don't have to judge so them. What in I, other words, I, in, in Anushka's oh. words, yes! I know Anushka wants me to say this. Every, every cheese, bread have every bread, bread have, have a cheese. cheese. Okay. Granted, I don't agree with that shit. But, but you agree with us, wow. they're the same. <laughs> I don't think every bread have a cheese. Some cheese doesn't have to be alone. You can't eat some bread. 
It's a brain. Well, that's why there's a whole game right. about and that. That's that she's why standing you don't alone. look that she's standing alone. <laughs> and that she's standing alone. And everybody, alone. some and bread have to be by itself, alone. you know. Hey, but, why is somebody here make a soca on that? But anyway, anyway, guys, <laughs> Time don't yuck someone's here. Okay, so All right. so can you recap the wisdoms for the week? My favorite girl, I drop a lot of wisdom. Uh, so the one was about people sleepwalk with their eyes open yeah even people who sleepwalk have their eyes open okay the right. second one was is there something about the winner thing i can't remember see i'm so <laughs> i'm so burnt out that i can't remember but i remember the last one which is doing the yuck someone's here all right yum you can go back through the episode you'll hear the other piece of wisdom but yeah so guys this is another episode of the podcast. Happy November. Happy November. Try mm. not to get burnt out, Missy, you know. Take your, you know, treat yourself. That not mean, for the gram. Not for, for the gram. For yourself, you know. Be that you meditate, you read that book all by yourself, or maybe you just sound and you listen to some new music. Oh, yes. You know? Not Chance the Rapper's new album. God. Connection to some old, oh, oh yeah, or some old music. You know, maybe you have some. Maybe yeah. you know you have a, a album that just bring you back to a good time in your life. Bring that up. Listen to that music. I don't know if it's a good time in my life, but you know, um, Lauren Hill. Mm. It's a special spot. And it could be that you know. Education. But you know, let's not burn ourselves out trying to you know. How can I say? You know, just trying to achieve. So much greatness overnight, you know. Oh, I think it was. I said maybe you know we need to slow down to last longer in the game. Boom! Oh. I think that's what. Okay, I don't think that's what it was, but we'll go with it. Yeah, we'll go with it. We'll go with that, right? All right, guys. Another episode of the podcast. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Will We're we, out. Will we see them with our eyes? Or... <laughs> They'll hear us next week. <laughs> Woo! We're out. Yeah.